0: It's during football season, college football season, so you and I are, are talking football, and somehow we got on the topic before the show of Alabama and which Shula's son coached, and I think it was Mike, because I looked at David, and he didn't fit the bill. or oh, Dave, I'm sorry. Um my Dolph, my His dad, dad, dad called
1: him David, though, Marty.
0: <laughs> when he was mad at him, right? right. When he was mad at him. Uh, yes, it must be Mike because David or Alabama had his history there erased from
1: that. that <laughs> could be.
0: <laughs> oh, beef, it's so funny. We got our first comment of the night, of course. Jeffrey <laughs> Evers checks in and says, Good evening, and Sylvester checks <laughs> in and says, Good thanks, guys. We appreciate you guys chiming in and uh, paying attention to what we're going to talk about here. Um beef, I'm uh we're gonna get to our bets in a minute, but um just let Sylvester and Jeffrey know that one of my games that I bet on is currently on the TV. Yes, sir, you're Sam Houston. They are no longer state, I heard they want to get rid of that. Sam Houston, Bobcats. I like um, that. Bearcats, bearcats, I'm sorry. Texas state who no longer wanted to be called who they wanted to be called state and not Southwest Texas. It's hard to keep up with these schools and their (laughs) ever changing names, but we're on to week eight of the college football season beef. Um, I started write down, you know, the weeks without Clemson for us, Clemson fans is always interesting because on one hand, there's nothing to look forward to during the, you know, during the Saturday on the other hand, there's a lot to look forward to because we get to watch more of somebody else for three hours instead of Clemson. Um, and I started doing a list. I don't know if you saw it on the rundown because I know you do hours of research before we get all on here. Um, I, I started going down a list, and last week was actually a full of interesting games. Washington and Oregon, Notre Dame and USC, Alabama and Arkansas is close one, North Carolina took down Miami. That was close for about a half. Um Louisville is no longer undefeated, though I'd never saw one play in that game. AM loses again. They had now three losses. Uh and South Carolina blew a late lead. That was on me. I hate I um actually uh tweeted out that the Bill and Napier area era was coming to an end, and then they came back from 10 down with nine minutes ago, and I put okay, it's on life support, but it's still pretty close there in Florida, but it may even be closer in Colombia, where I saw you battling some game car fans on Twitter. Was I? Um.
1: <laughs> oh, because I put out the must champ is or uh yeah, be- yeah. Beamer is just must champ light alert that I got on my phone all those weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I I was very because I had two TVs going and the new YouTube TV Multi View, which is awesome and on my little tv so i had five games going at once on my little tv which got full billing but it was small it's a 32 inch i can't believe i'm saying 32 inches small from back in the day that was like the biggest you could get but 32 inch had south carolina and florida on it and to the point that south carolina went up 10 points i turned it off and i actually switched it over to i think north carolina miami at the time because at halftime uh, miami was winning that game so I, I, I turned it off and then I was like, oh, I, I got lost in the night and I turned it back and I saw that the whoever it was, ESPN, SEC Network, whatever it was, was interviewing Graham Mertz and Ricky Pearsall. And I'm thinking to myself, they don't usually interview losing players. so And they were both smiling, so I, I deduced, I did my whole math, one plus one is one, and said that Florida must have won. So I was scouring <laughs> excuse me, a little under the weather, scouring for uh, for highlights to see how South Carolina blew the game and, you know, broke a foot in the process.
0: <laughs> yeah, Shane uh, Shane told everybody how they did it. Uh, this guy didn't do that, and we called Wasn't this. was that crazy? Yeah. Oof. Uh, people give Dabo a hard time, but um, yikers.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know why yeah. he gets a pass nationally.
0: Yeah, and you're, you know, you're... It's kind of funny to 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 pay attention to how narratives are built, good or bad, and your comparison of his record and Must Champ's record. You know, I mean, what's the difference? Uh, nothing really. Very close to being the same. Beef is playing uh, injured today or sick.
1: Uh, well, one more thing, and I don't want to I don't want to belabor this. South Carolina thing, because it's South Carolina, and they don't deserve to A, be on our show, regardless of how many people we have listening, and B, it's South Carolina, so I can't say what I want to say, but <laughs> um the only thing that South Carolina fans say is that Beamer recruits better. I'm not sure that's true. I, I mean, maybe it is. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but Muschamp recruited well, too. His knock was that he, re- he recruited everybody. Everybody had an offer, and then he had to figure out who he wanted, but champ was getting five star guys yeah um, beamer's getting five star guys too or for a couple four you know high four stars must the same way so uh, and i get it it's your guy i'd probably feel the same way if if dabo had somebody come in after him or you know if we went from tommy west yeah. to tommy West jr or whatever i'd probably feel the same way because it's your guy but from an outsider perspective and a rival yeah. perspective i i don't know if they upgraded
0: Tommy West Jr. Oh, I'm going to have that yours tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, Clemson obviously didn't have a game in the last week, so we don't have anything to go over there. But they do have a game this week in Miami, which one of us has a pick on uh, coming up uh, in our pick segment. What's your thoughts on, first of all, did you write an article this week? Not yet. It's
1: I, okay. I have thoughts. I did get home late tonight or this evening, this afternoon. It was afternoon, so I haven't put my thoughts together yet for my preview. But I did do some research on their on their depth chart, and I looked at some stats. So I have watched them twice. Um, it's a good football team. I don't care that they lost their last two ball games, once to Carolina, who's proud North Carolina, who's who's really really good. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. They're really, really good. Their defense is getting better, and their offense is really dynamic. And they lost in a fluke. I mean, you know, they shouldn't have lost that game. It it counts as a loss, and your record is what it says it is, but they shouldn't have lost against Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech had no business of being in that game, but they were, and Miami lost, boneheaded play. There's rumors that Cristobal may have lost this team. The way I watched Xavier Restrepo, the wide receiver, play last week, I don't think he lost anybody. That kid can flat-out play. They have four running backs that they trot out there. Everyone on their depth chart is or, including Henry Parrish Jr., who's fantastic. They got the Donald Chaney kid who who fumbled that game uh, at Georgia Tech, but he's really good. Like, it, don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get just because he fumbled that night that he's not good. He's really good. They got four dogs on the outsides that can catch. They got a tight end that they use. And then I haven't even mentioned Tyler Van Dyke, who's got 16 touchdowns and one interception. They don't turn the ball over. They're plus five in turnover uh, differential. Their defense gets their stud D end back this week. Uh, name escapes me right now, but they get him back and healthy. This is going to be a really tough challenge for Clemson, especially down there in front of 2,400 people. Um, it's it's going to be it's going to be really quiet and and dead in Miami. But uh, we don't know what to do there. It's it's going to be a tough challenge, Marty.
0: Two and a half points. Uh, at least that's when I I took this game. Up. Clemson. It was two and a half point favorite, and I saw earlier this afternoon it went up to three and a half. Now Jeffrey, in the comments, says Miami, Miami is overrated. Um, Casey doesn't doesn't think so. I,
1: are I they it... are they rated?
0: Yeah. Um, are they
1: still ranked? I think that are. They still ranked. In they the... can't
0: be after losing to Georgia Tech and yeah, two games. Right. So I tend to believe that. I don't know if lost the team is right, but they really don't have anything to play for. Um, they've lost two ACC games. Uh, of course, you can say the same thing about Clemson, right? So, um, But I think there's a difference in the teams there. One has a history of winning and still has things to play for, whether it's 10 wins or, you know, Dabble will come up with something. And the other has a history of not winning, at least not recently. So – We'll see. It should be an interesting game. Um, close game. Uh at least that's what the expectations are. A lot like I said, two and a half open. Last time I saw it was three and a half. I'll have a pick on this game coming and up. And
1: we'll we'll see what if, if Clemson goes up two scores early, we'll see the if Miami has packed it in. You know, yeah. I kind of said it last year against Florida State. And the one thing that really impressed me about Mike Norvell's team last year, I know we're not talking Florida State, was the fact that they went down three scores to Clemson, I think maybe even four and came back and had a chance with an onside kick to tie the game. So, And at that point, I literally, my eyes opened and said, wow, this is a different Florida State team. Um, we'll see if Miami can go down early, if Clemson can can right some wrongs and, and go up early and, and kind of put their foot on the throat. Dabo's too nice, so he won't step on it. He'll just put it on it. Um, <laughs> although he's had a history of putting his foot on the throat of Miami, hasn't he? 58.
0: I just want to see no... Dumb handoffs that end up going the other way, or you know, I just want to see a clean game. And I know they're college kids, and we're not going to see a lot of clean 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 planes clean games. But you know, yes, kids going to throw interception here and there, and but the hand and people are going to fumble, helmet on the ball, you know, whatever, whatever. But not the way they are doing it. They're kind of unforced turnovers, for lack of a to use a tennis term. Very much so. All right, let's look at last week's poll results. Beef, uh, Locks is bragging because um, his his uh, bold prediction won, but yours actually happened on the field. I know. They actually led at one point when I turned the TV on, and then scored. I think two more touchdowns after that, or maybe it's a touchdown field. I think they ended up with twenty. Anyway, twenty points against the door defense for Vanderbilt. Mine looked good uh, for about a quarter and a half, and then. Uh, fell to crap, which the people predicted. Um, Okay, so our bold predictions this week, we'll start with Locke since he's not here. Uh, He's off at a volleyball game. Uh, His bold prediction is Tennessee beats Alabama. So bold, I doubt it will happen, but Bama's so unpredictable this year, you never know. True, but they're playing at home, and I don't think Tennessee's offense is the same. What do you think about Locke's prediction?
1: He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's just trying to win. He's just trying to win the poll, even though his stuff doesn't come true. I mean,
0: That's wow. true. That's true. Um, my bowl prediction—I couldn't figure again this week. I had a hard time figuring out um, what bowl prediction I wanted to go with, and then it hit me. I heard another podcast. Here's my bowl prediction: Iowa finishes the regular season eleven and one. Horrible, terrible Iowa who can't score more than twenty. They can points. run the ball. Uh, their passer, their quarterback who is their second stringer had 35 yards passing. Uh, somebody's punter had 37 last week. So um, he got out passed by the punter. Here's their schedule. They play three, four straight home games. They're six and one, I think. Yeah, they're six and one. They play Minnesota, Northwestern. The Scarlet Knights, they don't have to play in SHI T shirt stadium. They play in Iowa, uh, and then Illinois at home and Nebraska on the road. They could end up eleven and one. Now they're gonna get crushed by Michigan or Ohio State, whoever comes out of the other side. But that's beside the point. Could be looking at an eleven win Iowa team.
1: They're gonna win the, the their division. That's crazy. Are there still right. divisions
0: in the Big Ten? Hey, yes. Justin. Yes. Justin checks in. Yes, there are because I heard somebody say today they ought to buy out ESPN, where they, they they ought to do away with them in the middle of the season. Like he said, hey, if the the COVID you approved, it really doesn't matter what the rules are. You can change them anytime you want, right? So um, they may just uh, somebody was suggesting they buy out the uh, ESPN or whoever's got the uh, title game, and uh, put you know the top two teams, Michigan and Ohio State, I guess, in a rematch. But that'll be interesting. What is your bold pick?
1: This might be real bold, real bold for the Clemson folks out there. Clemson will have a 100 yard receiver this weekend.
0: Any uh, any clue on who that would be? It's
1: either gonna be zero, either gonna be zero or six.
0: (laughs) It doesn't have to be, you know, that's not part of your bet. You're just saying Clemson has a hundred yard receiver. I I
1: just think they're gonna throw it out. I just think he's going they're gonna air it out. I have a, this feeling. I know they have Shipley and Mafa and it's the dirt raid and whatever Garrett Riley's talking about. I, I just truly believe that they're going to they're gonna start throwing the ball, whether it's dinks and dunks to zero and six, if zero, Antonio Williams is healthy, or if they're going to take shots with Bo and Stilato on the outsides. I'm not sure. I just think, I, I just truly think, and, and here it is, fan Casey coming out right here. I, I just think that all the rights are wronged over one bye week. You know, everything's going to be fixed this week. I, I just think either zero or six is going to be the guy. And it may be, uh, you know, w- with a lot of rack, a run after catch, maybe. I don't know. I just yeah. think that, that they're going to – they'll have a 100-yard receiver. I hope so there's is, a 100-yard rusher, too, and I almost went with both. I almost went 100-yard receiver and 100-yard yeah. rusher, but that would have been a little bit too much.
0: Yeah, that would be really bold. i right. got to put so my answered, glasses on. You answered Chad's question. Kevron checks in. Uh,
1: Good to see Mr. Yarber in the, in the comments tonight. Thank you, sir.
0: Well, uh, Justin says they got to air it out against Miami. And,
1: and, and they got uh, their DN back. What the heck is his name?
0: Well, uh, agrees and... Mesador, I'm sorry. His Akeem. name is
1: Akeem Mesador.
0: Well, I hope he loves a win, Kevron. We need a win.
1: Hey, Kevron, good to see you, pal.
0: It's has nice to see you beat down on Miami. That, I think we all agree with uh, everybody in our... Uh, as someone, uh,
1: as someone that grew up a University of Miami fan, I can tell yeah. you it's pretty sweet to beat them.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, last week's um, picks—those um, red X's by my name do not signify victories. Uh, I had a rough week, um, as I told Casey and Locks on the uh, uh, on the um, on the text machine. Um, that is what you call. Um, Titanic going downhill. Beef is having an incredible, incredible season. Uh, another winning week for Mr. Beef. I don't know if you can see it. Let me get rid of that comment right there. I'm trying to get rid of it. There we are. Two and one for Beef, two and one for Logs. Um, I was making sure the bottom of the standings were were supported uh, by going on 3 I'm still 11-10, and 10, and here we go. Beef on the season is an incredible 14-6-1. and one. Uh, I still have a winning record, but I made a big bet on Notre Dame, which I want to talk to you about in a second, Beef. And then Locks is 9, 10, and 2, 4,370, and some change behind. So I'm so far behind because I bet on Notre Dame, and then last week I bet against Notre Dame, and then Pauk jumps on me and says, you can't bet against our defense. You just lost to Louisville, dude.
1: <laughs>
0: he said, yeah, you're right. And I had the I had the rating Heisman quarterback in two points, and Notre Dame pretty much crushed him up. And
1: there might be a little bit of sack, lack of awareness with some Notre Dame fans.
0: You think? I saw you talking about that, too. Uh, and that is, that, that's actually pretty funny because as a non-Notre Dame fan, you listen to that network, and – I agree with what you said 100%. And then the Notre Dame fans are just totally oblivious to it. Which, yeah, you know, there's some fans like that. But, yeah, more than being homers for Notre Dame, they're just horrible. They sound like like two old men that are watching paint dry. There's a touchdown. What a great play by Jimmy. Uh, it's know.
1: not. It's Collinsworth's kid, I think, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Uh, I can't watch them with sound.
0: And so Gus says Notre Dame is Jekyll and Hyde. We haven't lost to them in Miami since the 50s. I love those mm-hmm. stats. They played there like three times, right?
1: I talked about it on another show last night, though. But the uh, at, that stadium also was the host of 70 to 13 or 70 to 30. What was it? 70 30. I forget
0: because it's on my mind,
1: but also we beat Oklahoma. At, on the run to the first national championship in that place too, so
0: yeah, it's I am being a
1: fan, yes sir.
0: That's what we're here for. That's uh, that's why we exist. You right, get that comment out of there. All right, beef. It is time. It's what everybody's here for. We'll have to have a proxy for Zach again, but it's tough. Don't think you could have done any worse if you tried. Oh, I wow. take that as a victory. These, These guys are doing research. So why should I? Beef, you stink the most.
1: A true believer in what they're doing in North Carolina. That's why I'm picking Virginia Tech, Tennessee.
0: I love Spencer Map.
1: I agree with Marty. I don't like this. Look, you smell it—the door cover.
0: We're Not smelling the backdoor cover this week. Locks is uh, not with us for the second straight week, but he did send in his picks. And his narrative but i go first because i suck um <laughs> i picked a little game that upset locks which really makes me happy uh, by the way beef i've been working on the abl addition to the intro because that is some pure gold from last week's show um for those of you out there who don't know what abl is stands for anybody but locks i'm beef's biggest fan uh winning this contest and pulling away and getting the one and only dope hat that is the prize for this year. Anyway, uh, I did some research this week. I do that after I go 0-3 and get crushed. Uh, Sam Houston is playing FIU right now. Um, FIU has been inside the Sam Houston 10-yard line like three times, and it's three to nothing. Uh, <laughs> with 11.06 to go in the second quarter, I took the under 41 in this game. So it's looking good right now, but who the heck knows? Uh, under Sam Houston, FIU, under 41, it's minus 115. I got 690 sluggo bucks on it. That will return 600. If uh, going into the weekend, I mean, Thursday, if I get 600 bucks, some shot right. box coming my way. Uh, locks. Let's see what locks takes first. Arizona State plus 28. Washington is coming in after last week's massive win versus Oregon, and ASU coming in after playing a couple of close games. 28 just seems like a massive number in this spot. He puts 800 sluggo bucks on this, probably should have done this one last. It's minus 110. So 800 sluggo bucks on Washington, Arizona, or excuse me, Arizona State plus 28 for locks. What you got for your first one, Dave? Uh,
1: my first one's going to stay in the ACC, and I, I went with – this is going to be kind of a theme this week. I went with a team that has not done me any good this year. I know my record is is, is pretty good, but Wake Forest is a complete enigma. They are at home this week against Pittsburgh, who just beat Louisville. And I love recency bias. I'm going pit plus one on the road at Wake Forest, who has quarterback issues right now. It's at minus 107, so I'm going 428 Sluggo Bucks for a return of $400 if I did my math correctly. I told you, Mark, I do math. You did your math
0: perfectly. Uh, 428 to return 400. And uh, Justin's hey. a good pick for hey. We do not like that at all. We don't like those comments at all. This is a locks. <laughs> <laughs> I kind
1: of like that pick too, but then, you know.
0: I was getting scared. I, 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 two of your three picks I was going to pick, and then I backed off, and you picked them, and you're first. I was like, crap, but we'll see how it goes. I was all first?
1: Right, my- I put mine in last night, like 9 o'clock at night.
0: Uh, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, you had two left. Uh,
0: used to wait. used to wait until Wednesday until <laughs> Lo- Locks chided you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't
1: feeling good, so I didn't know if I was going to wake up today.
0: At <laughs> all, period. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Alabama, Tennessee. Locks thinks Tennessee. This is his uh, surprise pick or a bowl pick of the week, that Tennessee is going to beat Alabama. I'm going the other way, but I'm not real sure they're going to cover 9.5. I'm going to take Alabama money line at minus 350, for uh seventeen hundred and fifty bucks, and that returns five hundred if I did my math correctly. So, seventeen hundred and fifty Sluggo bucks. Uh, Alabama money line minus three fifty. Locks second pick. Locks is sneaky. He went with the uh, underdogs this week. Stanford plus seventeen. I don't know if Justin thinks this is a good pick or not, but Stanford plus seventeen rationale games in Stanford front of those 24 fans that are traveling from Miami apparently uh and first uh UCLA is a defensive minded team they gave up 44 last week uh again 17 seems like a big number 800 sluggo bucks let me get He's trying answer.
1: to make a move
0: yes he is so I'll tell you something interesting about that it's minus 110 again so both of his first two are minus 110 both of them for 800 slogo bucks. When I added up how much money, how many, many slogo bucks, I shouldn't say money, slogo bucks we were betting, Locks and I ended up with the same exact amount and I didn't cheat. So we got the same amount on different, you know, different amount on certain games, but in total, over three games, we have the exact same slogo bucks That's good. on the line. Well, it'd be good if he goes one and two and I go two and one. That's uh, true. <laughs> Beef, your second pick.
1: My second pick, I bet against or not really against Ohio State this year, but it hasn't done me very good. I think I picked Maryland to cover, they didn't. I picked something else to cover, they didn't, but third times a charm, Penn State plus 4 at Ohio State. I think Penn State wins this game outright and I don't know why. I haven't watched much of them. I've watched a lot of Ohio State, so I'm going that way rather than they they put it on Maryland at the end, but they they were back and forth with Maryland. And if Maryland had any any dog in them, they, they would have hung with them. I think just talent and depth won that that day. I'm going Penn State plus four, minus one ten for three hundred and thirty slugger bucks.
0: You're getting the math now. Gonna need more dogs. <laughs> they're gonna need more to dogs.
1: frisbee catching dogs, dog. Yeah. You
0: know. and Coastal Carolina coach from a few years ago. that's right. Got, before they I got good, to... so they're gonna need more dogs. Um. Let's see, my third pick, Clemson-Miami. I got this one at uh, Clemson minus two. I'm going with the Tigers this week. I think the off week is going to do them wonders. Normally, after a team has a bad loss like Miami, I'd actually pick them the next week, which I did last week, right? I picked Miami over North Carolina. I thought they would come back. But now they've lost two in a row. And they got to play a, Clems- a fresh Clemson team that got some injuries healed. Uh, apparently it's going to get a player or two back, maybe one in the secondary, you know, maybe some, some bumps and bruises healed up. Uh, I think Clemson, it's only a field goal. All you got to do is win by a field goal. I don't know if that leaves room for a fumble six, uh, <laughs> which, you know, seems to be in the Clemson game, uh, game plan this year. But I think Clemson can do it. Uh, and I want to have some skin in the game for the tires, to be honest. So Clemson minus two, we just need a field goal, which is really scary. Right. <laughs> um, uh, so hopefully it doesn't come down to a field goal at the end. It's like uh, 21 for Clemson and 17 for Miami. That's what I'm thinking, something like that. Clemson minus two, I'm putting 660 on it, which will return 600 sluggo bucks. Locks' third pick for Mr. Locks. This is what we like to refer to here as a Locks special. Minnesota at Iowa over 32 and a half. That is not for one team because Locks doesn't like those picks. He told me that on the text machine. The whole game is over 32 and a half. Now, remember, this is a team that won 15 to nine last week against Wisconsin. So, um We'll see. Here's his rationale. At first, I thought no brainer, gotta be over. Then I looked at the last few games each and thought under. But I just can't do it. Have to go over. He's confusing himself. Yeah. And the uh, 32 and a half is so low. And then speaking of low, he only got 500 slugo bucks on it. And I believe that's, let me check.
1: 2100 that. all sold, huh?
0: Yes, sir. Yeah. That is. You got a bargain. It's only minus 109. So that could be the difference in this week. Minus 109 for lots. Beef, your third and final
1: pick. My third and final pick, we're going out to Bloomington, Indiana. Nobody, nobody walks into Bloomington, Indiana's Memorial Stadium and beats the Indiana Hoosiers unless it's the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. My dad always says, Dance with the girl you brought, or you marry more in a minute, or something. I don't know. I forget exactly what he said, but he said something like that. Rutgers has been good to me all season long. I hate this pick, by the way. I hate it. It stuck out to me. I had to go with it. I hate it because their offense is, their passing offense is ranked, I think, 128th in the country. It's 125 to 128 in that number. There's only 130 some odd teams. It's not good, but man, they can run the football, and that defense gets after it. Rutgers minus five. I hate this pick. I'm going with my uh, beef special here. 395
0: 65.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to get, yeah. I, I got to get to the zero zero. I just have to. Well, just...
0: That's funny because you had it one member in the middle of the, yeah. you after your first game a couple of weeks ago, Locks was and celebrating, and then you screwed up and won the next one. And
1: I know. I were, should have just were, lost it.
0: You were, uh, yeah, you were all, all out of kilter after that. So, What's that for you? That's eight twenty-eight, eleven twenty about eleven hundred and sixty slow go bucks for you. Locks and I obviously behind trying to catch
1: conservative. up. I've been pretty conservative if I'm being honest. With the record well, like got, that, I you, should be up by a lot more.
0: You got a lead. It's like you're like we're like at a hundredth game of the baseball season and uh got a lead and you're just trying to hold off hold will Don't get up.
1: impatient at the end and just start unloading like five thousand dollar bets.
0: Like I did last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah odd um, yeah. Rutgers, you're doing you're you're doing great. It's good to see. You. <laughs> All right, let me do the recap here. We'll start off in reverse since beef is in first place. <laughs> beef, what we call him. Right. Penn State plus four, uh, three hundred thirty slugo bucks on a return three hundred. Rutgers minus five, uh, minus one ten, 110, 395, 65 slugo bucks. Trying to get rid of the loose change in his pocket and. Pitt is Pitt's getting one, correct? Yes, right. Pitt plus 1, minus 107, 428 slug bucks.
1: Under, have treated me well this year too.
0: Yes. Always a smart pick in college football. Not always, but most of the time smart pick in college football locks. Minnesota Iowa, it's minus 109, he's taking the over 32 and a half for 500 slug of bucks. Stanford UCLA, he is taking Stanford plus 17, that's minus 110, 800 slug of bucks. Arizona State, Washington, that's minus 110. He's taken plus 28 for Arizona State. And the loser, the Titanic, has picked Sam Houston State, FIU under 41, minus 115 for 690. And it is uh oh. 10 nothing FIU with six minutes to go in the first quarter. Not looking too bad, but we gotta see what happens before halftime. Uh nice logo bucks, as I said, minus 115, that'll return 600. Alabama Moneyline, minus 350, uh, 1,750 sluggo bucks that were turned 500. And Clemson, minus two. On the road in Miami, minus 110 for 660 sluggo bucks that returned turned 600. Locks and I got 2,100 online. Case a little more conservative. Makes perfect sense. And whoever said that about Casey Cregan's bets? Never. Beef, what you watching on TV tonight?
1: I got only one thing to watch and it's the Texas Rangers and Houston Astros. I Good am chance. locked into this baseball series. I feel bad for you, pal. I don't, I literally don't have a dog in the hunt. I'm not rooting. I, I'm kind of finding myself rooting for Philly, which is really weird for a North Jersey kid. But, Ooh. um, I, I mean, I have my Arizona Diamondbacks hat. Some guy randomly in Columbia started talking trash to me today. And I'm like, Oh, man, it's just a hat, bro. I, I didn't think that they would actually be there and, um, thanks, Jeff.
0: And Lox is getting praise from ah. uh, nobody <laughs> said your, your picks or my picks. Apparently, they suck, Casey. Well, I know mine do, so we will see. But Chaz, I'm wearing this for a reason because Chaz is on the bench tonight, Ooh. and uh, that noted uh, center fielder Mauricio Dubon is playing in his place now. Dubon. Interesting. He's up for what he was at, at two positions. Now, one of those positions is center field, but he looks a little shaky out there to me. As I uh, told my my baseball guys that I text with, he reminds me of me in high school, and my career ended in high school because. <laughs> that was me and that's what he looks like in center field so hey, if you so- had
1: a head if you had a head this big it bounces when you run yeah. in the outfield And <laughs> the yeah ball it was, comes yeah. Yeah, the it, was
0: it was not a pretty picture but uh anyway uh go astros good luck for them but you know they might have run into a train so on one hand i want the astros to win but kind of feel like you know philly and texas is kind of you know, it'd be home runs galore probably.
1: Yeah, it'd be players. fun. It'd be a fun watch, no doubt.
0: Could, and I don't have to uh console Parker after every pitch, which, you know, gets old when there's 250 pitches in the game. <laughs> 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 okay, so tell the people thank you. Let's get out of here. Enjoy some. Sam Houston and FIU.
1: Thanks to everyone in the Seldom News Reserve College Football Discussion Group. Uncle John McGee, as always, Sluggo Podcast, and each and every one of you who listens, likes, shares, and participates. We truly Love your participation, so thank you so much. And on behalf of Marty, Seldom Users, Reserve Coleman, Zach Locks, Parker, who's bouncing the volleyball off his head, and I am Casey the Beef cregan Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you right here next week on Sluggo.
0: Feel better, dude. I think we're done here.